Welcome into episode 16 of the 126 podcast. Today we have guests like never before. We've got students from new sports that we haven't talked about. We've got principals. We've got all sorts of things today. So stay tuned. Welcome in. You know the music. You know what time it is. It's one, two, six time. What's up, Coach Weaver? What's up, Coach Owen? What's up, Addison? Hello, Addison. We have a true variety show today, don't we? We do. We do. We have, um, we're covering all sorts of different things. Yeah. And I'm excited to get into it. Um, but before we do that, we have, of course, um, your favorite segment. First off, that's not true. You it's the made that up. Right? That's not my favorite segment. He talks about it all the time. <laughs> I do the weave because you wrote it on the board, and I'm expected to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, the ozone's pretty good. Coach's Thanks, office, coach. we hadn't had one of those in a while. I guess mm-hmm. this could kind of be a coach's office today, mm-hmm. but we don't have that. There's a few um, times we've had coaches' offices, and I did, and I just don't hit the button. You know, like last what week I really, was a coach's office. We just didn't talk about it. We just didn't uh, hit the button. Well, oh, yeah, that's who's, true. Who's the producer of this? It's because Reed bailed on us. We miss you, Reed. That's the problem. Okay, so the weave for this week. um, We mentioned last week that we're about to open a new middle school, and that's probably a whole other podcast. We can talk about that a lot. Opening a new secondary campus is something we haven't done in Forney ISD in over a decade. Uh, You're sitting across from our first guest. She's going to be on here in just a minute, but um, she's been at North Forney a pretty good while. Uh, Coach Kelsey Garner. I'll, I'll... I'll uh, tease that. She's Teacher of the Year mm-hmm. at North Forney. Uh, it's always great when we have a coach on staff that's Teacher of the Year at a campus. Yeah. Nice, Randall Addison. Wow. Well, See, we don't need Reed. We're good. I don't know. Reed, he, he might have gotten that about a half a second before. That's true. Anyway, um, we're open in Jackson, and we haven't opened a secondary school in a long time. Um, we are actually set to interview boys athletic coordinators for Jackson Middle School today. And I want to point out something about that interview process that is indicative of why it's so different um, as a campus for us mm-hmm. in the world of athletics. Um, not Normally, uh, we would be interviewing for a coordinator position. I might be on the committee along with the campus principal. Coach O uh, would, would be involved, you know, so whoever campus personnel. But um, often we would have one of our campus athletic coordinators on that interview panel. If, for example, we were interviewing for Brown Middle School boys coordinator, absolutely Coach Jackson would be involved in that, right? Well, in this case, we have both coordinators on the interview Mm. committee. So Coach Jackson and Coach Fleener will be um, uh, fire and ice, so to speak. They will both be in the room not to compete against one another in any um, sort of contest, but to work together collaboratively to pick someone uh, the best candidate to be the coordinator at Jackson. Jackson's split, and that comes with kind of a whole new mentality from from our standpoint, um, focusing on systems um, instead of just the true feeder, which is the system we've always known. Um, now we have a, a split environment, and that's not going to change anytime soon. We're, we're a very fast growth, growth district Um you know, there's going to be a little bit of a split at Brown. That's probably going to – there will be more of a split as Forney continues to grow because they're going to build more homes in that gateway area on the on the south side of 80. Eventually, we'll be building another middle school. You know, we're, we're growing really fast. But while Jackson is a split, 60-40 or 50-50 or whatever it turns out to be, um, we got to look at it a different way. And, and our goal is going to be to make sure that every 7th and 8th grader across the district has an equitable – as well as an excellent athletic experience. Um, good step toward that today. Both coordinators are, 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 have booked out all afternoon to come over here and, and engage together in finding the right person to lead boys' athletics. So that's kind of neat. So quick question for you. In terms of – because Forney has changed a lot just in the time that you've been the athletic director. Absolutely. So how have you seen – the hiring process change as far as just mm-hmm. – I know there's a ton of people that wanted that Forney job. Uh, yeah, are you seeing sure. the same? I mean, the same things with our middle school stuff. Are, are y'all just getting bombarded with applications? Like, have you seen it grow? I guess. In, yeah, in terms I mean, of that? I think you got to. I got to start answering that question with philosophy. So, um, the key is that's why we have an athletic department. 
know, it's why we have an athletic director, assistant athletic director. We have a district perspective um, because what we're trying to do is be consistent. You know, we, we don't want um, people already kind of live in their own world. They live on this side of the fence or that side of the fence. They live on this side of 80 or that side of 80. They live, you know, they're a, they're a bear or they're a warrior. They're going to be a jaguar. But um, and that's as it should be. People should buy into their campus mm-hmm. atmosphere, their, their campus pride, their, wear their colors. But from, an ath- from a departmental standpoint, we want every athlete, boy, girl, 7th grader, 12th grader, right, whether they're a, a Division One collegiate um, recruit <laughs> or, you know, they're a kid that's just, that, 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 that just loves sports and is just engaged and, and wants to play and knows they're not, you know, that, that level of uh, um, aspiration is not there. We want all of them to have a great experience, and we want all of them to be to feel valued. We want all of them to have an equitable opportunity to get better in their sport, to grow as human beings, mm-hmm. to develop character, um, to be inspired, motivated, and taught. That's really what coaching is, coaching and teaching. We're going to get into this with Kelsey um, by great people. And so that's why we – we have a de- department that oversees that district wide. Um, not that not that we're in every individual hire. We're we're not going to you know always an interview committee for an assistant position or maybe mm-hmm. some middle school positions. But um, but the philosophy is the same. So we approach it hiring the junior high coordinator mm-hmm. or the head track coach, the head powerlifting coach. We're going to have a uh, an acclaimed powerlifter on here in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. The same way we did when we hired that head coach and athletic coordinator position at Forney High School just a, a few short months ago, every one of them were looking for the best people we can possibly bring in. If somebody said, what are you looking for when you hire a coach? Everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, that's where we're starting with. I, I, why, why should we um, ever have to, um, you know, lower our standards in any category? We're looking for everything. That's mm-hmm. where we're going to start. And um, we're, we're fortunate to have some great people here. We've had great hiring opportunities. Yes, there are a lot of people that want to come to Forney. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that about our department. I believe that about our district. Um, there's a reason they're building houses as fast as they can here. A, a lot of it, I think, is the school district. We've got a great district. We've got a great perspective. We, we've talked about this on here, too. Relationships first and capturing kids' hearts. There's so many other pieces of that. But in our department, um, you know, we got some great things going. I, I, I mean, this podcast, I mean, we talk about it every week. Um, it's exciting to be a part of Fournier ISD Athletics. Coaches want to be co- – want to coach here. Um Student athletes want to engage here. You know, hopefully parents want to partner with us to, to bring up kids and raise kids. So, um, but we approach every hire the same way. We're, you know, we're not going to put a coach in front of kids. It's not good for kids if we right. could possibly help it. And we want every coach that's with kids to, to have an opportunity to be successful in, in whichever sport or endeavor that is, all the way down to those little babies coming into it for the very mm-hmm. first time. So, and that's what's going to happen at Jackson. And in this case, some of them are going to high some of them are going north, and it's yep. the first time we've done it's that. It's a different thing. We just want to, you know, if we've got, um, you know, if the quarterback's passing to the receiver, uh, they're going to be on two different high school teams potentially one of these days. That's a little bit different mentality and approach. And so we want to take care in the way we approach that. Well, we are excited to see who is who is chosen for that, and I'm sure that we'll have them on um, as soon as they get hired to come through the we one, probably two, will. Six. We need. We actually need to get into middle school a little more. We probably mm-hmm. need a middle school coordinators episode of the the podcast. Yeah, sounds go, good to me. We know the podcast is going forever because there's right. so there's so much in athletics and and mm-hmm. and um, we love to talk about it. We love to dig into the good stuff. We got some great stuff today. Well, let's do that. But first, we have our second um, contest, Coach O. Do you have the winner of our first contest, our Take 5 contest, off the top of your head right now? I do. Uh, it was the Griffin Griffith Elementary School uh, Secretary, Deidre Durant. Okay. She right. got it. Salty peanuts is what she said, and that's what the answer was. Now, there Coach, you go, I got to say, if you listen to the podcast, uh, I did give that away. It was an accident. I was just guessing myself. We didn't know yeah. about the fifth. But you can't win, Coach. Well, you I know. Win. Yeah, I know. And, and But, um, you know, once again, if you listen to the podcast, yeah. you, might, you might get a hint. And she won a pretty neat prize. I saw, she I saw you did. posted that. She won a really, really cool athletics pullover and a visor. She was pretty excited to get it. Nice. Congratulations, Ms. Durant. And we have a new question for today and the question is what is the only non-uil sport offered at forney isd so 
Um, again, that is within, what, the, within athletics. Within right? athletics, yeah. yes, yes. Um, what is the only non-UIL sport offered at Forney ISD Athletics? So you will send your answer to one two six podcast at forneyisd.net. That is the word one, the number two, and the word podcast at forneyisd.net. First one to do it wins the prize. Um, that being said, we're going to move on to our next segment. You know what it is. Well, today we're talking cones for the subject for the subject spotlight. Ice cream cones versus snow cones. Okay. What are you rooting for? Uh, I noticed there's a lot of these about food. We like oh, food. I like to eat. We like to eat in the office. So yeah, we do. We re- we always record this near lunchtime. Yeah. That's just what's on the <laughs> We eat to live, okay? So, and we live to eat. Yes, we're gonna go to, of course, Coach Garner, our guest for today. Ice cream cones, snow cones. I'm a snow cone person. All right. Okay. If I'm eating ice cream, it's not going to be in a cone. <laughs> okay. I'm not a fan of ice cream cones. Okay. So. What's your go-to snow cone flavor? Um, anything red, basically. Okay. <laughs> like tiger blood, maybe. Tiger blood. Yeah, is I was gonna say bad. it doesn't matter what the actual flavor it is. Yeah. In my you mind, just walk it's up there red, and just I'm say good. red. Yep. <laughs> Coach Weaver. That's kind of a ball field thing too, isn't it? I mean, you don't, you know, you don't yep. see ice cream cones ever served at at, at uh, or very seldom at athletic events or at the ball field, but you do see snow cones. Have yeah. you heard? And then, Comedian Brian Regan talk about this. I've not. He, he said he was a terrible athlete as a kid, but so they put him in at right field. That's not a dig to our right fielders. Whenever you're a little kid, that's where you put. Hey, I, put I the, played okay. a little right field. I did once too. Upon a time. But Brian Regan talked. He has this whole bit about how his only concern was his snow cone. <laughs> so his coach is like, "Look alive, Brian." He's like, "Grape! I want grape!" Like he's just only th- concerned about the snow cone at the end of the game. Is that how you were playing right field, just ready for your snow cone? <clears throat> um, we didn't get snow cones, you know. Um, we didn't have ice back in life. No, as a matter of fact, uh, I played a number of positions in baseball. Baseball was exciting. Actually, my school opened up. I was on the inaugural baseball team uh, mm. at my school. The very first, we opened the sport. Uh, wow. I was a freshman on the varsity team. So you all may not have had ice. Um, well, we yeah, <laughs> probably did. We certainly didn't have uh, What is know, this, baseball? Kona, Kona ice <laughs> did, it, it, that didn't exist. Well, what position did you play? Uh, I played. I played I what played was your primary the, position? Which year? Your freshman year? Probably right field. I played some left field. I'm mostly outfield in my, in my freshman year. I was just a little freshman. Yeah, a little bit know. of speed. Yeah. I, I mean, I kid a little bit, and they put me out in the outfield. But um, right, I played third, third base as a sophomore. I, uh, as a junior and senior, both I pitched. Uh, I, played, I played first base as a senior because we had a good first baseman, a left-handed first baseman that graduated when I was a junior. So I kind of got first played first base or pitched by default my senior year. But – um, freshman, you know, we're, everybody's a wide-eyed freshman. I didn't know what the heck's going on as a hey, freshman. I told you the weave is his favorite thing. We're talking about yeah, snow sorry. cones, I'm and sorry. you're all over you're right. your your baseball <laughs> career. True. Snow yeah. cones or ice cream cones? It's the weave all day long. No, it is not. Um, <laughs> although this is a topic, <laughs> I could go into great depth. I want to say ice cream cone. He did do this I, I yesterday. Say, listen, I, while I'm in East Texas, I'd say ice cream cone and waffle cone, right? And pistachio almond being the the uh, appropriate flavor. But in the Valley, which is my second home mm-hmm. in the summertime, if I have an opportunity, um, well, I guess I have for the last 30, 30 or 40 years or so, I go fishing uh, in the Valley, way down south in the Texas coast. And, you know, as you're traveling around the Valley somewhere in the vicinity of um, San Benito or Rio Hondo, or you come across this, these little trucks, and it's Mr. G's Snow Whiz, and you got to look for the Mr. G's because there's a, there are other Snow Whiz types of Snow Whiz that aren't as good. <laughs> They're not as good. No, but Mr. G's Snow Whiz is the best stuff on earth. It is a snow cone. Um, you know, it's a uh, uh, um, they got all sorts of, of flavors. Some that you know, if, unless you're bilingual, you don't know what they are. But right. I've tried them all, and you also can always get cream. Any snow cone you get, you can put cream. So in other words, I can get a leche quemada, but then I get a leche quemada with cream. Which we means get. They bring another big. Uh, they bring another big jar out. You knew this, this was going to happen. Mean, we have we have two varying varying viewpoints on snow cones. Coach Garner's like, I like red. I know. <laughs> hey, I know. Coach Reaver's like, you got to go to the border. You got to get leche yes. comada. You got to get it from this guy. It's true. This flavor. Like, but I, yeah, you, everyone needs to do that in their lifetime. Put that mm-hmm. on your Texas bucket list. 
Will do. I'm going to go ahead, and then we'll, we'll end up with you, Kojo. Um, I'm an ice cream guy all the time. I love ice cream, bluebell ice cream specifically. I will say recently I've had something that is somewhere between a snow cone and ice cream, and it's Rita's. There's one in, I believe, in Addison, um, but I had it in Pennsylvania, and it was really good. It was kind of Italian ice, which is a little snow cone with mm. um, custard, which is very similar to ice cream. So I didn't expect it to be that, that good. My wife hyped it up a lot, and it – it didn't disappoint. Rita's was really good. I've actually been considering making a trip. R-I-T-A, is that Rita? Yep. Apostrophe S, Rita's? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they change the flavors every day. It's pretty good. So, But I'm, to answer your question, I'm going to go ice cream, but I'm also with Coach that I don't usually get ice cream in a cone. I usually get it in a cup. Well, I'm with y'all. I, I'm an ice cream girl, and I generally eat it in the cup from Baskin-Robbins <laughs> chocolate, but I will get a cone. It has to be from McDonald's. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with cones from McDonald's, but they have that paper around them, mm-hmm. and you can take the paper off, but all the paper doesn't really come off. Yeah. I eat it all. Yep. I just eat it with the cone. Why is this is reminiscent you, of sunflower seed I mean, conversation? You're right. McDonald's has really good ice cream cones. Yeah. I usually don't like ice cream cones, and I will down in a McDonald's one mm. um, when the machine's working. Ice, McDonald's ice cream machine's broken a lot. I hear that. Um, but anyway, we're moving on. We're going to go good into. Coach uh, we Weavers. got two more guests. Y'all can be yes, thinking about this because it's going to be posed to you. Um, so we're going to move on to our next segment. The Coach's Office. The Coach's Office. We are in Coach Garner's office. How are you doing, Coach? I'm good. How are you? We are great. And like Coach said, we want to congratulate you on being Teacher of the Year Thank over you. At, Thank you. at North Forney. Um, and for those of us who don't know how that works, they've announced Teacher of the Year. They haven't announced District Teacher of the Year. Is it like Correct. a tournament thing? Like you're up for District Teacher of the Year? Is that how that works? Yes. So all the people who got Teacher of the Year at their campus, they then like had to write a little essay, do an interview, all that jazz to be um, considered for District Teacher of the Year. Is this your first time getting Teacher of the Year? Yes. What was your reaction to that? I was caught very off guard. They announced it over the intercom and they're sitting there talking and they started talking about like on the field and blah, blah, blah. So I'm I, I, I'm not going to lie. My mind immediately went to Coach Luster. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, all right. A coach got it. And the next thing I know, they were walking through my door and I was like, oh, oh, hey guys. <laughs> so I was surprised. Yes, yeah, so I just got very off guard. Um, Is it like a prize patrol? I mean, they come in with balloons and the whistles. They came in with balloons, flowers, all that jazz. And then my kids were kind of just like, what? What? What's going on? (laughs) You? Really? (laughs) Uh, What what do you teach? I I teach Algebra 1. Oh my God! Mm. You have to be an incredible teacher. <laughs> if you, if if I'm sorry, I hate math. So if you're yeah. voting for your, is that how it works? Do students like vote? How does that work? I don't think the students oh, okay. vote at all. Okay, <laughs> I'm, not, saying, I'm not sure if, if you're getting votes, votes as your I don't as, think your, it's students. as the algebra teacher. You are doing something right because algebra <laughs> is hard to joke. make fun and interesting. But I'm sure you do a great job at it. So congratulations thank on you, that. Thank you. Thank um, you. So real quick. We have a question here. How do you think um, coaching helps you be a better teacher? A lot of times we've gone the other way with this discussion, but as teacher of the year, we want to get your perspective on the classroom. Um, I think it all comes back to relationships. Um, in my first, my very first year teaching, I was around my athletes way more than my students. Um, and so I was real quick to be able to build those relationships with my athletes. Um, and I think that's definitely carried over into the classroom because I wholeheartedly believe, I mean, they're, they're not going to work for you unless you get to know them and they know you're in their corner. Um, and so I think it's just helped me be able to build stronger relationships in general with the students, athletes, all of them. So, Kelsey, you've got some longevity at North Forney, don't you? Yes, sir. When did you come in at North Forney? Um... 2011. It's my ninth year here. I know that. I don't know the exact year. Almost, almost as long as it's as North Forney has existed. Before the first senior class, for sure, um, you came into the campus, and so that's pretty cool. Kelsey's been uh, having a a great positive impact on kids at North Forney for a long time. Well, and she's a Red Raider, so I am. Wreck them. I'm a fan. Well, well. and uh, um, the teacher. We've had coaches that. One teacher of the year, been a little while. Uh, we have coaches that have been nominated f- fairly often. I agree with you. I think that coaching and teaching are the same thing. I think they go hand in hand. And um, I think coaches, in, um, in most cases, this is the kind of coaches, I'll get back to this, the ones we look for in Forney ISD and certainly that we have in Kelsey, 
our coaches that are um, that are developing great relationships with kids and with staff, with peers. Um, hopefully, coaches that are engaged in 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 the cl- in the classroom and academics that are great teachers. I think many of our coaches are outstanding teachers, and um, I think I believe our principals would agree with that. We, that's another again more podcast fodder for for more days, but it's neat to when a coach does because we see it. You know what I mean? We see it on Tuesday night, Friday night. We see it at practices. We see all the great things that coaches do as teachers, as instructors. Mm-hmm. So you, you got a pretty good feeling it's probably uh, transferring over to the classroom too. Well, Coach Garner is definitely a kid magnet. Um, just watching her in volleyball and softball, when kids gravitate to coaches and they're they're real relaxed around coaches, you can just tell. I mean, so she is she is living what she's saying about building those relationships with kids because I see it. Thank you. <laughs> um, have you has this always been the subject that you've taught, or have you had to switch at some point? Um, it's always been math. I've okay. done geometry, algebra two. Um, algebra is by far my favorite. I really? like I like working with the freshmen um, and getting them when they first get to North before mm-hmm. they get a little older and start yeah. to act too cool for everything. So um, Algebra 1 is by far my favorite. I love hearing that different coaches have different – because you hear some coaches or, or teachers in general be like, oh, freshmen are tough. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I can't teach great, freshmen. Great point. And then other ones like you, you know, you like having the freshmen mm-hmm. because of this reason or that reason or, you know, coach Wilkerson last week talking mm-hmm. about, how, you know, she's had opportunities to move up to the high school and she's like, nope, middle school's where it's at. Yep. And other coaches are like, don't get me anywhere near middle school. So yeah. it's, it's great that, that we have people that are falling into their calling into the thing that, that makes sense for, for their, you know, brain. And I'm sure that, that, that the students are benefiting from that. So Again, we can't congratulate enough for Teacher of the Year. That's a big deal. Um, for those of you who don't know, I mean, only one teacher at, at North Forney gets this, correct? Correct. I mean, and how many, I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but there are a lot of teachers at North Forney teaching a lot of different things. Yeah, great teachers. We've got great, yeah. te- great teachers at every campus, and so um, Kelsey's obviously made a big impact. And good luck for District Teacher of the Year. We'll be rooting for you there. Um, Let's let's jump over to the field for a little bit. So y'all are really in the swing of softball season now. Yes. Um, you are. Um, where are y'all at in the district at the moment? We are in fourth. Fourth. We're sitting in fourth. Um, and we've. I mean, we've clinched fourth. We're good to go. Um, you have clinched play. We had that yes. talk this morning. We're trying to figure out where if you had clinched yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew you were close. And, and may have, so congratulations. Good. Thank There's you. Thank you. Headed to the playoffs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Exciting times. Is there a chance for y'all to move up from four? Um, you said you can't move down, so. No, not really. Okay. I'll say because the three teams ahead of us, they were all tied for first place at one point because they okay. beat each other. So I'll say, I'll say, I told my girls, I mean, it's basically no pressure at this point. The next two games, you win. Yeah, we're sitting in fourth. You lose. We're sitting in fourth. Yeah. So we're just looking to get ready for the first round. I, I really, go. I kind of like that because your pressure's off. Just mm-hmm. go play, yep. relax, and play. And if you can do that and then gain a little momentum heading right. into the playoffs, just by being able to relax. You know, a lot of times teams are right down to the end, mm-hmm. like pouring everything into trying to earn that p- playoff position, and then. And you're tired once you get there. Yeah, I mean yeah. that happens. You know, they peak. They peak too early or whatever. So that's a neat opportunity, I think, for you. Yeah. Um, so tell me just a little bit about this season. How have you felt about the season so far? You kind of know, you know, like we just said, you know where you're at. Um, how has the season gone for, for you guys as a team? You know, we know the record and things like that, but in the locker room, kind of how's, how's this stuff going? Um, this group of girls, um, is, it's been a great group. I know we all know high school girls. There's usually tons of drama and whatnot. Um, I can honestly say this is probably the first year where there's actually been like no drama. <laughs> so okay. that's been great. They all get along. Um, they've, they've got like an ongoing prank war or something at the moment. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, it's just a fun atmosphere in general. Yeah. And then as far as like the ball side aspect, like I mentioned the top three teams in our district, you got Roy City, Crandall and Forney all sitting in the top three. And I think they're, better than any other team in our area. So, I mean, I think it's prepared us well for the first round. We've already played harder teams than who we're going to face probably. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a successful year, I'd say. Well, Coach, have there been any girls burping? Uh, yes, yes, we know about but they immediately for burping. apologize. They know. <laughs> They're like, oh, excuse me. Like I'm telling you, it, all oh, the way the, across the field. I the guess. things so, you learn no, on the 126. Yes, has anyone had to run? 
due to burping this year. Not due to burping. That is great. <laughs> this season is going. This team's going all the way. There's no drama. No burping. Everything's lined Boy, up. People underestimate how uh, that no drama thing. That's mm-hmm. as good as gold. That yes, is indeed. So yeah, you've coached a lot of girls. Yeah, Coach O has. We, I mean, he, we call it GD. No girl drama. Yeah. No GD. Yeah, it's true. When, when you know, when you, when you can keep – girls are boys, middle school, high school. When a team can stay focused mm-hmm. on just having fun and, and playing well together and not get distracted by the – All G, the other stuff. GD. Then it's a lot easier to be successful. That's not something I would have thought of that much. And we were doing like a round of interviews and stuff, and and a girl – someone had mentioned who played uh, softball and stuff. She said, you need to talk about drama with the girls. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. You know, I didn't want to just assume that there would be girl drama up and been in a girl's locker room before. So they, we asked, and, and this girl who had played several collegiate sports was like, oh, yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> she said in college they had a girl who her, her boyfriend dumped her, like, minutes before a game. And so she's, like, crying in the locker room and stuff, and they're all focused on her and trying to help her out. And then they go out and got killed by a team they were supposed to beat. Well, and I would have never thought of that being a problem. I mean, there was stuff now, like that with boys. But first off, yeah, right, because it's always a problem. Mm-hmm. We are human beings. This is a human being business, and especially with adolescent human beings. I'm going to tell you. I'm here to tell you. There's also BD. Don't be, <laughs> do not be uh, deceived. Yeah, that there's there's boy. It may. Um, Look, look present, a little, present itself yeah. a little bit differently, but yeah, there absolutely is. Maybe we have to ask Cade about that in just a few minutes. We'll see. Oh yeah, we will. But before we get to Cade, we are going to move on to our second guest. First off, thank you, Coach. Um, Congratulations, Kelsey. Thank yes. You. Good luck thank in the you. playoffs, Coach. Good luck thank in the you. playoffs. Good luck for District Teacher of the Year. Next up, we have Principal at Griffin Elementary, Christy Crabtree. There's your round of applause. Welcome in to the one two six. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great? Staying busy? Uh, busy, 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 oh, busy. Yeah. Opening a new campus. Yes. Super busy. Um, and that is Griffin Elementary School. Um, Griffin Elementary, yes. Um, how exciting is that to be the first principal of a school? Super exciting. Um, it's uh, a good legacy. Um, I know the people that the school is named after. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like... Uh, it's a legacy, and we're going to start something really good. So it's super exciting having a new building, uh, finding new staff, um, just building that. Team Griffin is really kind of what our hashtag is going to be this mm-hmm. year. So um, I think it has a lot to do with – athletics has a lot to do with building a campus as well, mm-hmm. about building that team. So and we I'm will, excited about it. We will get into that in hey, just a minute. This isn't the only first. Uh-huh. I believe this is also our first principal guest. Yes, uh, indeed. That's true. true. Thank you so you much know, for having me. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm excited and, to give a principal's perspective. Well, mm-hmm. it, you also have a unique perspective uh, that we're going to talk about in just a few minutes because you've yes. been moonlighting, haven't you? I have been for, moonlighting. With athletics a little yes, bit. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. So For we, quite some time. Yeah, for I quite have. some time. We'll yes. get into that in a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to talk about that because uh, it's been kind of a big part of what we've done for the last year or so. We'll talk about yes, that. Yes, we Let's will. Let's go back to uh, being an actual administrator. Yes, and for those who don't know, um, you said that you know the people that that the school's named after. It's yes. named after Brother Jerry and his wife Helen Griffin. Correct. Um, Brother Jerry was a pastor of First Baptist Forney for a long time. Long and, time. Um, good friends with my family. My grandfather actually passed away during COVID time, so there was like eight people allowed at his burial, and Brother Jerry was one of them. Yes. Um, and so that, he's been a good friend of, of our family for a long time, and I loved hearing him tell stories about my grandma and grandpa. Sweet, um, sweet people. Awesome. Um, I go to his Wednesday night uh, Bible study, mm-hmm. and he is a phenomenal preacher, and Miss Helen is just the sweetest lady ever. So, um, And a long-time like Forney educator. Long-time Forney mm-hmm. educator. She was a teacher. Um and started some programs here in Forney a long time ago. So um, it's exciting to be um, having their namesake uh, and getting to open the school. Uh, and, then, and then being around to see that. They want to be a part of it. They want to come uh, first day of school. They want to come visit with kids. Uh, that's neat. Good thing mm-hmm. about Griffin is that we have a patio uh, that's outdoor patio. And Miss Helen is an avid garden, gardener. So she's going to want to come and help us get that garden started. Ooh, so that's cool, um, too. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be if you awesome. sell some plants, let me know. I like to dabble in. You Come know, on. My thumb's not green, but it, maybe at least it's got a little tinge. That's okay. That's okay. We could use all the help we can get. So tell us a little bit about 
um, the challenges of opening a new campus? Um, I think the challenges of opening a new campus is uh, not uh, knowing when you can get in the building. I know that's a biggest mm-hmm. deal uh, with construction and, and understanding, okay, when can we get in the building, when we can start setting these things up. Um, all the supplies we need to open the building. Uh, I know I've been working with Coach O and ordering PE materials yeah. and the things we need for that, and music and art. Um, it, I think it's uh, building a new staff and trying to uh, create that climate um, of a team, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I think I'm more excited about it than I am scared about mm-hmm. it because uh, it's kind of the fear of the unknown. You don't really know what's going to happen, but I'm excited uh, with the people that I've already hired. Um, some people coming from Forney already that transferred over that wanted to come to Griffin and some that I'm getting to hire new. So um, it's, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Absolutely. And you, you did mention to us um, that – we won't touch on this too much because we want to get we want to get into principal stuff and things like that. But you mentioned that you are a sports person. Tell us a little bit about your background in that. What are your favorite sports? Because this is you know the one two six, so yeah. we got to tie it to that. Um, huge sports fan. Um, love football. I think is my favorite sport. Um, I had a cousin that played at Oklahoma State uh, for five years, and so we went to Stillwater almost every weekend. We went mm-hmm. to see him play at Tech. All of those things. He's an offensive lineman, so really got into football, learned a lot about that. Um, he's actually going back to Oklahoma State to coach uh, with offensive line. So uh, we get back to Stilly. He coached at Baylor last year. So big Big 12's like my thing. Mm-hmm. I love Big 12. Uh, I played softball in high school, um, rec league, nothing to the extent that it is now. Um, but I did play. Uh, that was before they even had high school softball team mm-hmm. so I play I played a lot of softball growing up my girls played softball too so um, I think that's probably my second favorite sport um, big baseball fan love the Rangers um, anything anything baseball so I, I kind of just like all sports have you gotten a chance to go over to the the new ballpark yes actually mm-hmm. uh, my daughter graduated last year oh, nice. so that was the first <laughs> time I got to see the new ballpark because she graduated and we got to go for that, uh, but yeah, definitely want to go. Uh, we're planning a trip to Boston this summer with my family. We're going to go see the Red Sox. Uh, that's on my daughter's bucket list, yeah. so we're all cool. going to go. So, um, um, hitting I love different sports trips. You know, yeah. when you yeah. mention, if you mention new ballpark in Forney, that that's about to take that's on true. a new meaning. That's a new thing as well. Right. I'm excited about that too. Yeah. I got to see the flyover uh, in our yeah, principals' fist, meeting. Fist pumps behind me from <laughs> Coach yeah, Garner. Yes, it's going to be a Quite an experience. Yeah, Quite good place. Good place. Yeah. If you're a baseball softball fan, it's kind oh. of an eat time. Good, good place to be. Oh yeah, seriously. seriously. Well, are you a fan of ice cream or cones or snow oh, cones? That's right. Oh. Ice cream is my oh. favorite. Uh, I'm a big Brahms fan. Rocky Road on a sugar cone, mm. and then oh, yeah. um, since we don't have a Brahms here in Forney, which we need one in Forney, so anybody in that's the a Brahms, bad signal. Yeah. need to get that out here. Uh-huh. Uh, hashtag but, uh, Brahms. Hashtag Brahms. I'm I a, had one Saturday. I love me some Brahms. Um, also, I'm a big fan of a DQ dipped cone. Mm-hmm. All right. Just give me a good old dip cone. That's classic that's right there. That, that is right classic. Up, right up the yeah. road. I can get one of those anytime I want to. Yeah. So, yeah. Ice cream. Definitely. All right. All right. So you have been working with the athletic department in yes. a very special role that right. is um, just kind of specifically a COVID era role. Tell exactly. us a little bit about that. Okay, so I'm uh, one of the few safety managers here in the district, Moonlighting. Yes, the few, uh, the proud. Coach, <laughs> Coach Weaver, hey, man, we, we got our green shirts on. You cannot miss us. Yes. See us from a mile uh, coming yep. at any uh, athletic sports. Um, I've got to do softball, baseball, football, soccer, soccer track. <laughs> uh, learned a lot about track uh, for yeah. four hours mm-hmm. one day. Uh, that, that's, that's a long that's a long event time. Um, but <laughs> also, is. in the past, I've always uh, worked with Leslie Bunton, too, and taken tickets at the football games mm-hmm. uh, on Friday night. So, um, like I said, I like athletics and, mm-hmm. and just a little way to earn like some extra it. money with a kid in college. So, uh, there you uh, go. It's, been, it's been good for everybody, I think. I like how you said you got to work this yeah. many sports, not yeah. I had to work this right. and that. No, no this, is, this is a what privilege. And yeah. um, how do you feel that – because it is a – is this a position that stays like so we're working on transitioning but um you know as hopefully everybody is going to be able to to Mm -hmm. transition out of fully out of the pandemic at some point um we're getting there but um 
we started this, uh, this you know, event safety officer, you, like uh, Ms. Crabtree said, you got that lime green t-shirt, you know, it's got the uh, sunshine, smiley face with the sunglasses on it. We wanted this to be, obviously we knew we had to COVID mitigate. You know, we had um, directives from all the way to the top in our nation and state, but certainly from the UIL and Forney ISD. So, but we wanted to do it in, as she said, she's worked with Leslie taking tickets for a long time. You know, our, 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 our people on the front lines that, that sell tickets, take tickets, answer the phones are great people. I mean, they're, 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 you know, they're, they're kind, they're positive. Um, we, we want people to have a good experience, not just the kids on the field, but we want the people coming to our games uh, to have a good experience, as long as they're well-behaved and follow school district guidelines and so forth. So we wanted, you know, masking up. And um, we never took temperatures for the public, but... Um, we had assigned seating, so, you know, for example, and limited um, capacities. And uh, we asked people to do more than they normally would have if they came to a game, and, and everybody didn't get to come this, mm -hmm. in this last year. Um, but the people that did, we wanted it to be positive, and we wanted it to be friendly, and we wanted to, to give reminders instead of directives. We didn't want to wag our finger in somebody's face, but, you know, just, you, you know, usually people just need a reminder. And um, our ladies did a great job at that. You know, you come into a game and, and, and you know, Christy may have ma mask on, but she's smiling underneath that you can tell, you know, and, and they're friendly and they're coming up to you and, and it's a good experience. You feel good about coming in. And I got, I've said this a bunch of times, but um, we had an overwhelmingly positive response from our community. People were very cooperative and, um, you know, there, there are a few, there are a few times early on when um, people were just getting conditioned mm -hmm. to COVID mitigation and, and like you little adjustment period. Yeah, it took a little adjustment period. And, and so, you know, you there was there are a few minor confrontations at first, um, nothing major, but, you know, people that didn't understand maybe what the expectations were. Um, then we hit that long period of, you know, everybody's just being super cooperative and, and our events go on and everything was great. Now we're kind of at that back end of it where uh, you see a lot of um, businesses and, and, and in general, obviously, the you know, the governor's. Uh, executive order mm -hmm. has expired so um but we're still doing everything we can to keep a safe environment in our, our sports and our schools and, exactly. and and still wearing masks and we're still COVID mitigating here at the 126 podcast table so um that role is still really important right we're uh, people may, may not have masks when they come in or face coverings when they come in they may be not limited on the number of people in a given establishment if they right. go to a restaurant but when you come to a game, we're, we still are, right? We still have a, the safest environment possible and as we complete this year. So still a critical role. And what we found, I think, is in addition to addressing COVID mitigation and giving someone a general reminder, hey, if you, know, if you go to the restroom or concession stand, when you're seated, you don't have to have your mask on, but if you're going to move around the facility, you do. Um, we found some other things that are extremely valuable that they've done that, you know, have taken some off the administrator on duty's plate or allowed the coach to be able to focus on coaching kids and mm -hmm. getting kids back and forth um, in, in transition. Um, so the role has grown a little bit. Um, it's Christy not just being the mask police. It's not just yeah. the mask. I think that's what people saw it as yeah. early on. You know, mm -hmm. well, here comes the mask police. But yeah. Well, I um, think that was just a testament to just the personality of our safety mm -hmm. workers. Yeah. Uh, they just eased the tension mm -hmm. with everything that was going on with COVID. Yeah, got well, the right people. Probably say like being a principal. I mean, it's a little microcosm of it, but yeah, yeah, you know, it is. You're, it's yeah. You're making a campus smooth and mm -hmm. operational and great teamwork, and we're cooperating, and everybody's focused right. on the outcome of the kid. Right, and, and it was really about um, just uh, being positive about it and just approaching it. Hey, just trying to keep everyone safe and put your mask on. So I didn't have any problems yeah. at all. Really, everybody was really um, supportive and understood. Mm -hmm. what was going on um so it, it, it worked out great and i think we're one of the only districts that i didn't probably see even had anything yeah. like I that so. uh, right. to make sure we we're trying to keep everyone safe and mm -hmm. i think it was successful it's not real Very surprising successful. coming from forney things are generally pretty positive our our parents and you yeah. know supporters of the teams are usually fine i mean I, right. I don't hear very many issues or anything and working the games myself i don't see much 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 of that people distracting things from what the focus is and that's on the kids. Right. Um, so we do want to hear from a principal's perspective, just a little bit about um, your perspective on athletics and their, and their benefit, I guess, for students. Um, I think athletics is important. I always, um, 
as, as a principal, I'll go into meetings with parents and um, if a kid's not doing great in school, sometimes their first thing is like, well, I'm going to pull them out of football or I'm going to pull them out of <laughs> little league. And I'm like, oh, that's really not the best thing to do um, because kids got to have those outlets. Um, and sports is an outlet for kids. I see kids that are not real great in uh, academics, but boy, they excel in PE and they excel in sports and that's their outlet. And I feel like every kid needs that outlet of some sort. If it's not athletics, it's fine arts or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that I tell parents, I, I really would, you know, don't pull them out of something that they love and that they're good at just because of school. We can work on things here. We can help you at home to get those academics mm-hmm. um, down to. But I think athletics is a big part. It's about being on a team and how to work with other people. Not only is it just about you know, the fundamentals of learning the sport, but it's about working together as a team and cooperation and collaboration. Um, all those things we're trying to teach kids to be well-rounded adults too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think athletics is important. Well, she sounds like a great coach, doesn't we she? We should have had a had uh, that's true. principal you know, Crabtree on a long time ago. I, I think we're actually are. We won't get into this, but I think one of our safety officers is probably going to transition into coaching yeah. next year. That's right. Really? Yep. Yeah, it's not so. me, is it? Well, uh, I, I, I was looking for your – I don't know uh, what I could coach, but uh, – You know, it sounds like football, softball, maybe baseball. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like I know – I learned a lot about uh, basketball, too. Yeah. I kind of like some basketball. It's, it's intense. Mm-hmm. It is yeah, intense. it's intense. Yeah. But it's fun. And one thing about being a safety manager, not only did I get to uh, – you know, be a part of that, but um, you know, I was at Claiborne for eleven years, and I yeah. got to see some of my former students oh, that's a good point. play that's cool. at the high school level, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so proud of you!" Or mm-hmm. you know, they're about to go off to college and play sports, so uh, I just had that relationship with them already. So it's kind of cool to get to see them um, outside of being in elementary school too. So yeah, uh, I got that's to I got to catch up with a lot of people, uh, parents too that I hadn't seen in a long time, and their mm-hmm. kids are just excelling uh, in sports. So, it takes a village. Cool. It really does. Yes. I mean, for, yeah. it, for, to raise kids right, it really does. I mean, you can, kids can't sure. be, um, you know, being, being too blinders on. We talked about that before, right? If they just focus on one thing or, or if they're just exposed to one area, right. probably not what's best for them. I mean, we're asked as adults, I think, in life to be multidimensional and, right. and be relational in everything we do with a lot of different groups and a lot of different environments. Um, that's what we're trying to prepare kids for. So that's, right. it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that, but you seeing them when they're little and then seeing them and, progress. And for instance, one was uh, she plays basketball at Forney High School, and she was the big cheerleader when she was at Claiborne and real talkative. And, and I saw her on the basketball court, and I was like, whoa, you are a baller. Where did that come from? Because <laughs> you were always raw, raw, raw yeah. as a cheerleader, mm-hmm. and now here you are transitioning to a really good basketball player. So cool. it was cool to see them um, excel and to Mm -hmm. kind of change the way they were in elementary school and see them grow up. That is neat. It was really cool. Anything funny or or anything memorable stick out in your head as you went through being a safety officer this year? Did you you come across something entertaining or funny you might share with us? Um, We see something like that almost every game. I know sometimes you don't pick it out. Entertaining. Um, Well, I will tell you last night I was at the Forney softball game. And those baseball boys and their beating of the drums. Oh, yeah. And just, they were fired up. Yeah. Um, I've been doing some um, JV uh, foot or uh, JV basketball, or not basketball, baseball, and they are so calm. But there's something about softball girls and their chanting. Oh, yeah. And getting those baseball boys just riled up, beating. That was pretty entertaining last night. Okay. Like, and there was a big old crowd. Well, that game was entertaining. It went nine innings. Oh, my goodness. It was very um, entertaining. So, um, and I did see, uh, I was at a track meet one time, and I got talking to a a lady from Terrell that was a teacher that was actually watching some of her kids. And um, just this one kid, and he was struggling to make it around the track. And um, the way that she was pumping him up and the way his mom was pumping him up and the way that even some kids in his class that were there watching pumping him up, that just that felt good to me about how um, supportive yeah. people mm-hmm. are of these kids. It's um, and I, I, got, I started pumping him up, too. Right. I was like, hey, all right, let's go. Jump Don't on even the know the kid. Let's go. Come on. You got this. You got this. So um, 
it's been very positive. That's neat. Very positivity positive. breeds positivity. Yes. We said that success breeds success. That's yes, why you, you know you got to stay focused on those things, and right. um, that's cool to see people affecting each other, to even teams affecting other teams, exactly, in a exactly. real positive way. Yeah, cool. It's been a good experience. And we have one more subject to talk to you on, real quick, real random. You mentioned we have a Jaws poster in here that sharks are your favorite animal. Why are sharks so interesting and important to you? I, I mean, I, I have just always been <laughs> obsessed with sharks. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I love Jaws. I love, um, I don't know what it is about them. Mm-hmm. They just, in elementary kids find it so funny. I connect with a lot of boys oh, yeah. on campus because they all like sharks. Sharks and dinosaurs. Yeah. Sharks, sharks and, and dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Not a big dinosaur friend, but I love sharks. Like, I really want to get in one of those cages and be lowered down. I do, too. That's Not a bucket too list far. Item. Not way too far down, but just enough to where I can get up and close. You take it to another level. With them. She did. Like I've, I did. I've swam with nurse sharks, which those are really? basically just big yes. catfish. But it was cool, and they feel like sharks. I mean, they feel like sandpaper. Really? Whenever, if you've ever, like, oh, pet really? a shark. So wow. we were in Belize, and we're they're like, you're going to swim with sharks. I didn't know what kind of sharks. I didn't know yeah. anything about it. They were just like, yeah, we can. you can swim with sharks. And these guys are just standing there with these big buckets of chum just throwing it in the water, and they're like, get in. And, and I'm like, like, in there? You want me to get in there? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, just jump in. Go. You're fine. Hurry up. Hurry up. And I'm yeah. like, okay. I jump in, and then I just see all these sharks swimming at us, and they're like, they're not going to mess with you. They're fine. Well, you don't well, have to worry scary. about me doing that. <laughs> no. And, I mean, they were. Nurse sharks, they are like cat. Well, I'm still You're more of a dolphin well, person. Yeah. And I still got to you do. learn how you to still, swim. You still have to oh, swim with I the dolphins. Do yeah, that. Do that most sure. people don't know, we really built the Forney ISD Aquatic Facility so Coach O could learn to swim. Well, we haven't learned to swim in. It's three feet deep. Coach Thompson is going to teach me how to swim. Hey, mm-hmm. Coach Thompson, love you. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't really You'll enjoy it when you learn how to. Oh, yeah, she it's will. Good. She will. Great. You know, it's a little intimidating sometimes to get going. For sure. For uh, sure. Yeah. I don't want to be targeted here that this with another weave moment or anything, but... I, 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 too, like sharks. I was going to ask you, have you ever caught a shark? Have you ever fished for sharks? No, I never shark? have. You haven't? You need to I do that. I never have. I need to do that. Yeah, yeah. That means you've caught one. That means you've caught a shark. I think he has. I've caught a bunch of, lots of sharks. What's the yeah. biggest shark you caught? show you some videos? I don't know. hundred and, I don't know. That's just a guess. hundred fit probably, maybe 200 pounds. Really? Big ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty big. Not huge. But, but Down south big. when you get your snow cones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that where you catch them? Yeah. What kind of sharks are most common? I don't know. Snow cones are inland. You know, sharks are out offshore. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, two two different environments, but yes, well, it, it, within that same uh, time frame. What kind of sharks are you catching in the Gulf? Oh, you catch lots of different sharks. I mean, yeah. um, I've know. heard someone say if you've swam in the Gulf of Mexico, you've been within six oh, feet of a shark. Unquestionably, listen, uh, th- they're everywhere, and so I mean, there's been you know I've had I've had uh, you know twelve foot uh, hammerheads swimming right by the boat. You know, I mean, there's wow. there's we've we've caught all kinds of sharks. Um, you know, um, you, you can't do video on a podcast. I can show you some great videos I've got on my phone. But, uh, yeah, and no question about it. When you're swimming in the surf in, mm-hmm. in, in Texas, you know, I mean, it's, the water's not particularly clear. We're far enough down, way down. Port Mansfield's close to the to the bottom, almost down to, um, you know, almost almost to Mexico. And um, so it's pretty nice. You know, it's, it's, it's really clean, and, and um, um, it's, it's just a really nice area. The water's mm-hmm. clear, pretty clear. You know, the beaches are clear and clean. South Padre Island, National Seashore. Uh, that we're fishing off of or, or uh, out offshore. But there's sharks everywhere. Mm-hmm. And and so when, when the water's not very clear, you don't see them, but they're absolutely there. Um, you know, they're, if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you're swimming and snorkeling in the Texas yeah. surf, yeah, there's, there's sharks around you for sure. So there's our comforting thought for the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, there you go. If you go to the beach in Texas, you will swim next to a shark. Yeah. Um, that is all the time we have with you. Um, thank you so much, Christy, for coming on. Thanks and for having me. Good I'm luck excited. with Griffin I'm, Elementary and everything. Well, so we'll thank take you. you out and catch a shark sometime. Then we yeah. get another first. Seriously, seriously, I'm game. Yeah. So, right, thank y'all for having me. Yes, Fun. absolutely. And on that note, we're going to move on to our next guest, which is Cade Crawford, um, Forney High School power lifter, um, and not just power lifter, a very accomplished power lifter. There he is. Welcome to the podcast. We got a lively crowd today. Don't we, we do. This is recorded in front of a live audience, of course. Cade, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Doing great. How about you guys? Good. We're doing, doing good. Good, good uh, to see you. They're clapping for um, a, a medalist. In a this medalist. Case. This this gentleman brought back um, some hardware mm-hmm. from yes, he the did. state level competition. Mm-hmm. 
in powerlifting. Our first powerlifting guest. I know you're you're looking at me like you've you've got some questions to ask. So I'm gonna let you get back to that. But no, you're I'm good. pretty excited because this is one of the sports we haven't been able to talk to yet. Um, unique sport. Uh, if we all, if everybody in the room, everybody that's been a guest, sat on this table, you could still pick up the table, couldn't you? I think so. I think you, <laughs> I think you could too. I think you could too. And you got third in state, correct? Yes. Congratulations on that. That is an awesome accomplishment. Um, so tell us, like we said, we haven't talked about powerlifting on here too much. Um, tell us a little bit about how a powerlifting event goes. So just tell, tell us a little bit about those. So basically, it's number one, it's a lot of people in normally a, a fairly confined place. And the, I'd say the most nervous part about it is just getting up like first lift under the bar and you look right in front of you and it's just crowd of people. Some you don't know, and then your parents right in front, you know, you're going. But it's also, it's just very, the energy's high all the time. And you're meeting people, you know, everybody's always nice. I've never had a bad time at a powerlifting meet. But yeah, definitely that first lift. Is, mm-hmm. It's nerves go right down from there, getting that first one. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's and how, fun. how many lifts do you do? What Which which lifts are you doing and all that? It starts off with squat, and it's always three of each lift. So it goes squat, bench, deadlift. And a lot of people also wear shirts. You'll see squat, bench, deadlift on the back of people's shirts all the time. But the in the squat, it's it's the most intense. Definitely, it's it's a good thing that that one's first because it's it's moving the entire time. You know, you got mm-hmm. knee wraps. Um, you got to wrap those up after every time you go and get ready for the next one. But it's, that's the best part about it is just energy and moving all the time. So squat, bench, deadlift. What's your personal record in each of those? My squat is eight ten. And my bench is 445, and my deadlift is 530. Okay. So I want to ask ask about that squat because I watched that video a few times when you were squatting at 810. What is going through your mind when you are squatting 810 pounds? I mean, really, when I walk up, I always kind of have a routine. I shake my hands a little bit, you know, just start talking to myself in my head. You can do this. You can do this. And it just all comes down to getting under there, doing the same routine again, stepping forward, taking it off. And I'm just telling myself the entire time, it's like, you can do this. You can do this. It's about you. You got it. And then you go down. And I'm just listening to my coach. He's saying down, 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 down. And as soon as you hear up, it's boom. You just press as hard as you can, and you're, you're riding up. And I, I personally think I, I probably could have done a little more, but – you know, it's all good. Eight ten's really good. Eight. in my It was very my exciting eyes. to watch. Eight ten wasn't quite enough. I couldn't remember. <laughs> eight hundred and ten pounds. Yeah. It's eight hundred and ten pounds. If you don't like you, you're you're used to this. You do this a yeah. lot. It's eight hundred and ten pounds, <laughs> yeah. man. Like that is insane. Um, is. So, do you have a personal favorite um, lift? I it have to be squat. Yeah. Because I mean, it's kind of stressful, but. It's my it's my best lift, and I really enjoy. It. It's also it's so loud too. Like that's got to be the loudest lift, in, like crowd wise, mm-hmm. especially at state. Because going to state, I as soon as I walked in, I was not used to how large the arena is. Because it's you know three uh, like divisions going in of all the schools in Texas, and it's just insane. But it, it was I mean launching the videos back, it's it's crazy. Where was that? Event? It was in Abilene. Okay. So. Out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yes, that is Abilene. Um, so we talked about whether or not you can lift. What is your the whole table and stuff? So you played football as well, correct? Yes. Um, what do you think is kind of unique and fun about powerlifting in in contrast to the other sports that you compete in? I would definitely say it is a, it's it's more social because you know football it's the other team is just talking about you the whole time and they're <laughs> mad at you and there's it's just the complete opposite of powerlifting and in track you don't even get super social because you're all kind of split up but mm-hmm. powerlifting it's shoulder to shoulder with all these other guys you're talking the whole time everyone's cheering each other on and it's just a super positive sport there's like no downside to it that's that's, neat. that's very interesting um yeah because we know that that offensive the line the trenches in football can be a very dirty place and a very angry place <laughs> so it's yeah the 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 positivity of power life for me i think you gotta get pretty dirty and angry to lift 810 pounds you do you, you do but, but, but it's not as mean it's a, the trenches are a mean place to lift 810 pounds i gotta say it was neat listening to him talk about you know kate's talking about when you're preparing it, it's that it sounds like the the mental preparation of any great athlete in any sport you know you're it's positive self-talk 
you're 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 getting mentally focused. You're you know you're preparing your mind and your body to to do something at a very high level. You're listening to your coach. You're you're staying focused on the task at hand. Um, that's what it takes. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what great athletes do. And uh, man, pretty impressive to do it at this level. You're talking about just the entire state of Texas. Um, at, and at I would the, imagine Texas level. has to be one of the best states for powerlifting because Texas yeah, is up I there mean, for, for every any sport. sport I mean, there's some there's some big old bad boys lifting lifting weight. I mean, you know, p- p- pressing it in, in the state of Texas at the five A level, and uh, for Cade to be one of the absolute top um, strongest strong of the strong men, that's pretty cool. Yeah, have we in your time? Have you seen some? Have you seen a forty athlete medal in the state powerlifting? Yeah, we, we've had a couple. We had a, um, a, a female state champion or two. Um, in powerlifting, I, I don't. We believe we've had a male state champion, I, and I'm offhand. I, we may have had a, a male athlete that's medaled before, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I, Kate, Kate may be the first on that. I probably need to do some research on that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah, um, but was Sadie uh, Adams our female uh, state powerlifter? Hewitt. State Hewitt. She was one. Yeah, we've had a, we've had a state champion from Forney High. Uh, we also had a state champion from North Forney, and I'm I'm going to say it's been. Um, it's been probably almost a decade ago um, since she came through. Mm-hmm. So we've had a couple of girls state champions. Um, girls, this is a little bit different, but I mean, it's the same, fundamentally the same concept, but um, it, it breaks down a little bit different. Um, they all go by weight classes. Um, obviously, they all go by classification. Um, you know, North Point has changed classification a little bit, but um, to, to earn a medal at the state level as Addison hinted in this state mm-hmm. is pretty impressive. And so track is, is done. Powerlifting is done. Um, what are your plans moving forward? So right now I'm really just getting ready to go to college. Uh, I'm sadly not going to be playing football anymore. I will still continue lifting, though, um, whether it's with the school or on my own, just living a healthy lifestyle just because I like it. That's good. We'd but, like to hear that. Yeah. I'm ready. I am ready for college, though. Yeah. I'm ready. And where, uh, do you know where you're headed? Yes, right now I want to go to Anum Commerce. Okay. And so I've already applied, and that's all good to go. Um, and my I'm, right now I'm looking at majoring in environmental science. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I know that the application process and doing all that for college is not super fun. It's great once you get all that done. Um, and Anum Commerce is a great school. I know a lot of people that have that have gone there. So that's great. You had a correction, Coach O? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Sadie. That's Sadie Hewitt. Yep. Not Sadie Adams. Sadie yeah. Hewitt. Okay. Great. Also a great multi-sport athlete. I think great softball player. You bet. A lot of times mm-hmm. with our um, with our powerlifting kids, especially. And, we, you know, we could give this. is a, I, I don't know how many times an episode I say this. whole other podcast. But yeah. um, it's, it's, you know, the great athletes usually contribute to their school program in multiple mm-hmm. ways, and you know there are some that are that are specialized. Um, but as Kate says, he played football. You know, a very accomplished member of our football team, and then transitions into powerlifting. Sadie was, was a, a great softball player on the state championship team, uh, and then also one state of powerlifting. So pretty neat. And I'd love to hear your perspective on that. So, um, as somebody who's you know competed in football and track and powerlifting. And now you're getting ready to move on. What's something that you want to kind of leave behind at Forney High School? I definitely say it. It's worth it getting into a lot of different things, whether it's being athletics and joining, you know, multiple sports, or it's not being in any sort of you know large elective, but getting into smaller clubs. Even just mm-hmm. that range, just doing lots of things and being with your students and being with your school is the best thing you can do throughout high school. Just enjoy enjoy while you're there because it's four years going to go by really fast. Yes. Great perspective. Yeah. It is a great perspective. Absolutely. And we ha- we heard that you are a, a big Star Wars fan. Um, yes. What, what Ooh, is the this best? This is news to me. Yes. Another podcast. Yes, he mentioned Another that. Podcast. Yes, he did. He mentioned uh, that a little earlier. So a fellow movie guy, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, I'm I'm a prequel guy because I'm a, I, that's when I grew up, you know, early, yeah. early and late 2000s. So I'd say... Episode three is my favorite. Okay, Revenge of the Sith. So, would you be um, Sith or I'm Jedi? I'm sorry to tell you, you're mistaken, Kate. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I, such I, an outsider. I don't. I, I don't set up to be in conflict with someone who could throw me through the window out to the admin building. But um, you know, we, it, you, you got to go back to the originals. I agree, but 
I understand where he's at. I mean, I've said this before. The first movie I remember seeing in theaters was episode one. I was five years old. Um, so I have I have this love for the prequels as well. And to be honest, I kind of have this hatred for the new ones. So if, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm fine with you liking any of the other six. Isn't it funny how every generation thinks theirs is the best? Oh, yeah. That's how it is with sports, too. <laughs> like, is, like if you is. talk to basketball people, you know, like really old people are like, like now really old people would be like, Dr. J is the greatest basketball player ever. And then yeah. it's like You MJ didn't see him or, play, Sonny. Right. Yeah. And before that, it was Bill Russell. Like there's always, you always want to think that yours yeah. was the best one. And that's true with Star Wars. So Sith or Jedi, which one would you be? They gotta have to go with the Jedi on this okay. one, all right? Because okay. they they tend to outlast. That's true. That's true. There's only two Sith. I mean, yeah. you can't. So if you um, smuggler or Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. For okay. Sure. The Mandalorian is hard to pass up on the armor. Yeah. Well, ice cream cone or That's snow cone. True. Okay, I'm definitely an ice cream cone guy. Okay. It's, it's, flavor. It's, flavor. For me, it's like I'm I'm in there. First thing I see that looks good is what I'm getting. Okay. That's what I am. You have a special place you like to go. Best ice cream cones, Brahms. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's There's definitely Brahms, Brahms again. Man, another vote for Brahms today. I didn't see that coming. We've talked about Brahms a lot. Like last week, we talked about Brahms. Didn't plan it. And you know, I expected there to be some Brahms talk, but you did. Yeah, sure. It's Brahms, <laughs> but maybe not as much as we've had. Um, but Cade, thank you so much for coming on the show. Congrats again. Um, good luck moving forward with college and everything. That goes by super fast, too, so enjoy that. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for an exciting powerlifting season. No doubt. It's fun we're to proud watch. Of you. We're always proud. Uh, for, we're proud of all our athletes, but uh, come, you know, coming home and being able to come to the board meeting and dangle that medal in our hardware. Face, that was pretty fun. And, um, you know, it's uh, Kate's another example of um, we, we have our, our coaches on here. We love them. They're great. We, we, we love the people that they are. Uh, same thing with our student athletes, mm-hmm. man. We got some great young men and young women in this district, and it's fun to get them on the microphone. But uh, it's fun to see the great things they're going to do in the world. Absolutely. So thanks again, and good luck to you. We are missing Reed, so we're going to have to go to Coach Weaver for around town yet yeah. again. Yeah, I almost feel like this is a letdown at the end of our episode. It now. is like we're ending on a sad, a it sad is. note so that sad. Reed has been gone all this. Because Reed, Reed was doing so well, he was doing really well. Well, uh, Coach, I saw him the other day, and he pretty much confirmed that he's not coming back. <gasps> what? I, this he is said he was to too busy. He's at. He's over there at OG. Uh, Reed, Reed, if you're listening to this podcast, your future is in podcasting. Yeah. It is not in lasagna. <laughs> I I vow to you that before we're done. Before the year is done and Reed is gone, he will be on another okay, episode good. of 126 because we have to have a farewell Reed um, moment. Well, okay, round town. Um, so we had Coach Garner on here before. We're closing out baseball and softball seasons. Um, we got about a, a week left or two weeks left of softball, Coach. She's over there. She's, she's waving one finger at me. A week left of softball, two of baseball. Um, what, we're, what we're trying to do is get all four of our teams in the playoffs, right? I mean, that's what we're always trying to accomplish when we get to the end, district championships and playoff berths. And it looks like we are on track to do that. As Coach Garner said, she's already clinched. Forney High softball's clinched. Um, North Forney baseball won a huge game last night over Highland Park at home. That was a, that was a makeup game from Friday. Friday got rained out. Uh, it was like a wet sock on the baseball field, and you know how it is. It stayed stayed wet for a couple of days. So we had to play last week's game last night, but they beat Highland Park. I believe it was 5-2 to two was the final score at home. Um, that's, that's a big win because that puts them in the outright lead in 13-5A. Um, they're having a great year and historic year for North Forney absolutely. baseball. Look forward to the playoffs. Uh, Forney baseball absolutely still in the mix. They've got a couple of big games this week against uh, Mesquite Poteet. Um, I think they got Crandall after that, so they've got a. Uh, they need to finish well. If they finish well, they'll be in the playoffs as well, and, and we'll be looking at hopefully all four of our mm-hmm. our, of our ball field teams um, advancing into the state playoffs. Um, as Coach Garner mentioned, 13-5A is great competition um, as well. You know the the teams we play week in week out are really good, so we're well prepared for playoffs. Um, We've advanced. We finished the district track meet a couple weeks ago. We had area last week. We have now. Uh, we're now in the week of the regional track meet. So we actually have athletes from both of our high schools uh, that have advanced to the regional level. That takes place at the University of Texas at Arlington over Friday and Saturday this week. Um, we got throwers. We got sprinters. We got hurdlers. Um, high jumper out there getting after it. And. Um, Golf, we, we actually, Coach O and I went out to Rockwall Golf and Athletic Club yesterday morning. 
Um, we had uh, we, we've uh, we you know we hosted the 135A district golf competition. Golf doesn't have area. We had that talk with golf coaches. We need area. We need an area around, you know, so our kids can play another round before regional. But regionals at at, uh, at uh, Rockwall, we've got uh, Forney High has representative at regional. Hopefully, I mean, you know, you never know. We play play really good round. Might have a shot to get to state. I'll say this again: you're in the district of Highland Park. You know, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're a, a perennial dynasty in golf. Um, has some really really good golfers. So do we, and we have historically. Uh, no golf course, as we've said, but our kids get it done. So golf's been pretty fun. Um, is that it, Coach O? I think that well, and we we have middle school soccer going on oh, every sure. Thursday night. You bet. Yeah, they're playing at Citibank. Uh, Warren Middle School plays at Citibank, and Brown Middle School plays at the North Forney Stadium. I actually, we were. At, I was at. Uh, you went to softball last night. I went to baseball over at North Forney. I saw the junior high. Uh, Brown Middle School soccer kids out there on that turf getting after it, practicing and, mm-hmm. and preparing for their games. It's a little abbreviated season. Our high school coaches coach that, so it's kind of neat opportunity for them to work with the middle school kids. And um, I think, honestly, I think as soon as they are off that field, um, you know, they're they've, they're working all the way around it at North Forney, just just waiting to take up inch by inch, you know, and, and, and do some um, revisions of athletic facilities over there. You've seen, Cade, you've seen the same thing with baseball and softball going on, that that monstrous pit they dug over there behind Citibank Stadium. Lot yeah, of, it's pretty messy over there. It's pretty messy over there, yeah. The, the, the bulldozer was like 40 feet underground at one point. I don't know what they're doing, but they're yeah. digging down to the crust. Of, I mean, the uh, whatever the red-hot center of the earth or what I mean. It's, I, I can't believe they dig that deep. To, yeah. But uh, it's a lot of work going in, but it's really exciting. Um so we're finishing out our springs. We're still COVID mitigating. Uh, you know, you might see Christy Crabtree behind her ma- smiley mask at, at an event near you sometime soon. But um, we're hoping to transition into a really active, a uh, little bit more traditional summer mm-hmm. and um, prepare for next fall. And, and then to see uh, guys like Cade go on and, and represent at just as mm-hmm. they have been. Uh, but they just get to represent us in the, in the great big wide world. It's going to be a fun finish to the year um, and transition to whatever comes next. Summer for us, but big stuff for you, young man. Yeah, definitely. Going to be working all summer, filling out scholarships. Just uh, It's going to be pretty pretty tough. Yep. Get after it. Well, you got to stay in touch once you get out there. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You keep working out, you'll, you'll probably be lifting 1,000 pounds before too long. Probably yeah. so. Best of luck to you, Kate. I'm only going to be an hour away, so I'll be back here pretty often. Good. We'll awesome. look for you. You're, you're welcome to come visit anytime. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you to our guests today, Kelsey, Christy, Kate. Thank you all so much. Um, we have another successful episode under our belt, and yeah. we are excited for next week. So we will talk to you then. Y'all have a great week.